How you doing today? <laughs> oh, doing excellent today, Ty. Oh, I feel like wow. every day our uh, pod intros sound almost exactly the same. I think they get ziggier and zaggier as we run out of ideas. <laughs> but I assure you, Bretons, we will never run out of ideas on this podcast. Mm-hmm. That is a pinky promise. When you zig, I zag. And when I zag, you dab. Mm-hmm. As uh, our friend, friend of the pod, Virgil Abloh says, uh, the zigzag methodology finds new ground. That is absolutely true. Did you listen to his Harvard lecture or something? Is that where that's from? No, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just see quotes. Oh, Dan, you just see quotes. I see you. That's a nice double mm-hmm. entendre there. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? That was beautiful. <laughs> wow. Double entendre, oh. double the meat. We are back. Um, this is a, we've been recording so much this week, Ty. <laughs> I love it. I'm, ad- I'm addicted to podcasting. There, I said it. Yeah. Hello, my name is Ty and I'm addicted to podcasting. Yeah. Can we get a, um, can we get a round of applause for Ty who is, uh, has relapsed and is now potting every day? <laughs> I mean, there, there's worse vices to have, and like I love doubling up on vices. Like right now, I'm sipping on the uh, infamous yet irresistible Tigerita cocktail. Eric, I, w- I was gonna comment on that. I was gonna say, are you drinking a dark and stormy at 3:30 p.m.? No, I mean I could be, but no. This is my mezcal apérol um, super fluid. Mm. I've salted the rim today with some Himalayan salt, which I think really accentuates the kind of like mm. pinkish orange color created by the Aperol. <laughs> yeah. I, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful bevy, Eric. You must, you wow. must, you must sip. Wow. Dark and stormy. Couldn't be me. Uh, Tigerita could be me. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that like a little Uzi Vert line? I'm not, I'm not sure what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> no, definitely is a, uh, is that EK original. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> But uh, you know what? I do need you to make me a Thai Garita ASAP because I need to try that. And um, mm-hmm. I definitely need to be sloshed on the beach and sipping on that when I have my six-inch in hand. Yeah, I, that that does sound like a good weekend. Just like a, your regular, like, wherever you winter, Cabo or whatever. Just, like, yeah. do that do that this weekend. You know what really but... pisses me off, bro? Like, not to get into it so abruptly, but... I get so mad at the fact that Subway can't be a picnic food. Like, <laughs> like that, that just, like, keeps me up. It really can't be. You'll never make it that far. Yeah, you'll never make it that far. You, can't, you can barely make it to your car before that thing is tripping <laughs> out the bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I am mad about this as well, especially when that summer heat starts to hit. And you want, you want to sit outside. You want your dining room table to be, like, a grassy patch in a field or... Uh, sand on a beach. Mm-hmm. You don't want to sit in those those uh, cur- curved fake wood di- like booths <laughs> at, at the old way. You know the ones. Mm. What's your What's your favorite uh, moment of furniture or interior decoration at Subway Thai? Can we get a Can we get a um, love it or list it from Thai? Mm. It would be very tricky to pick a favorite. I think the genius of the subway interior architecture style is it is an amalgamation of different styles. And it's truly only 
It's only <laughs> to be admired in that absurd context where they all come together. Yes, yes. That's yes. me. I'm I'm kind of question dodging here, I guess. So like, I'll give you a straight answer too. The the metro wallpaper. It's mm. so subtle. It's so faded. It looks mm. like it like was printed thirty or forty years ago, even in a brand new subway. We're talking OG interior design, by the way. Like, I don't mess with this new age Star Trek subways, yeah. the one with the big green S's. Yeah, we don't like. Uh, yeah, we don't like neon in our subway. We want to feel like we're eating at the bottom of a, you know, subway station in mm-hmm. uh, in, in Queens, New York, um, mm-hmm. underground. Of course, you know, we don't want it. We we want the rats running around. We want the the homeless guy asleep under the turnstile. Absolutely, I want I want my subway interior to be as beige and dreary and desaturated ah. as the vegetables on my sandwich. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the yellow lighting, um, you know that mm-hmm. like one bulb missing. <laughs> There's always a bulb missing. Yeah, There's always a bulb missing because you know big big franchise owner didn't uh, you know drop the cash. But uh, yeah. but there's got to be like a crazy list of equipment at Subway that we don't even know exists. Like last episode, we talked about there was actually a cast iron pan at Subway. Um, I've never seen one, but never seen apparently, one. apparently there is one at Subway. So I just got to think about like like what like micro utensil exists for like a sing- very singular purpose, like. Do they have like a falafel press or something like that we don't know about? Mm-hmm. Like, how do they make? I'm assuming the falafel discs, these little tiny pellets. They kind of look like moose pellets. Um, I'm assuming <laughs> they are pre pre pellified and frozen before arriving at each mm-hmm. franchise. I don't. I don't think true. they. I don't think they have a cookie cutter for those on on hand. Damn. <laughs> but uh, they do have to. They have that. I know they have a tool in the back that like chops vegetables it's this giant like slicer and you kind of just rub a vegetable all over it and then it like makes perfect peels Mm -hmm. absolutely and then i uh, don't know what you call that like the perfect peeler the i think it's Mm. um back in the deli the slicer was the most fun part of the job being able to like put like an entire piece of mortadella on the slicer like you know bigger than a watermelon and you put it mm-hmm. on there and then you just put one hand on the on the back side of it and you uh slowly push the thing back and forth to uh make these very 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 thin slices you know it's like precision is that mm-hmm. you know you can't you can't do manually yeah it sounds like a really satisfying ride to be honest oh yeah uh, buddy and like i think they do that a lot at subway too with the tomatoes with the <laughs> um the, the peppers uh so from what I understand is that the sandwich artist gets some bags, the lettuce and whatnot, but everything else is chopped on site. So whenever the artist has some free moments during the day, they can like kind of go in the back and rub one out. Yeah, exactly. Rub one out into the slicer and uh, mm-hmm. into a bin for, you know, all the lovely patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, how much do you think one of those slices go for? Like that would, that would speed up your inch per minute at home by quite a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i would love to bring one home <laughs> i saw I, I will give you an answer to that but i want to tell you about a tiktok i watched that mm-hmm. is uh in a very similar vein um i watched a tiktok last night eric of a woman who in some drunken 
uh, endeavor brought home a booth from Subway. One of those curved, like, veneer wood booths. You know the ones. Oh, I'm familiar, yes. Mm-hmm. The ones so that slope it... down much like a half pipe or mm-hmm. quarter pipe. Exactly. It's, a, it's an ass pipe. <laughs> uh, so that booth pipe is thing. in some woman's condo. She uses it as her dining room table for her and her family. Uh, and it's a, it probably both a moment of shame and pride to mm-hmm. like, like if that, <laughs> that is some, fu- <laughs> some funny home furniture, like that puts my Ikea Meltorp coffee table in like a little bit of a, it just, it doesn't feel quite like I can like live up to that. Mm-hmm. The durability of that. Just think, just think about how many asses have touched that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like not just any ass construction worker butts, Eric. <laughs> They're sweaty. They're big. They're muscular. They got glutes. Those guys got glutes. Mm-hmm. They lift with their they lift with their legs. They don't lift it with their back. Yeah, those blue collar butts. Those BCBs um, <laughs> have so many BCBs have touched down on that thing, and many uh, many a wrenches have scraped against that fine laminated wood. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's amazing that she found it one in uh, good enough shape to bring home, but also. Did she like just walk out with it, sitting out front, like, like a hey, take this, I'm free. I think I think she I think she took the booth and she just walked out. I you, you needed like any good crime scene, you need somebody to play misdirection. Maybe they all go up to the counter and they totally biff their order. They change their mind a lot. They ask a few weird questions, like, like. Mm-hmm. How many calories are in this? No one actually cares about that, um, <laughs> and that's what you're—that's the chance for your your um, partner in crime to get away with the booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just gotta ask them for, hey, is there any like fresh spinach available? Uh, and they say, let me go check in the back, and then go look, and then that's when you sneak out with um, like a four top, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. the garbage can is a really good opportunity. <laughs> the garbage can is always. It's it's on wheels. You can roll it. It's mm-hmm. usually by the door, anyways. Wow, that is true. Or the drink machine. The drink machine. It's a little heavier. You might need a few friends. You got to get your friends up if you want a drink machine. Oh wow! Imagine doing the drink machine, and I, I'm just picturing this like magical device where you don't have to actually have to plug it into anything. Yeah. <laughs> wow! What an <laughs> unlock. Yeah. But um, why is that like every fast food place has that same garbage bin with it's like a it looks like a dresser, but it has a circular hole in the top, much like a toilet seat. And then the garbage is actually below. Is mm-hmm. it to reduce the odor that comes out of it? Or why do you think it's like that it takes the same form in only fast food restaurants? Yeah, like at home, I don't put my garbage in circles. Yeah, exactly. I, comp- I, I compost everything, right? zero waste <laughs> yeah I, um, I don't know it's very weird it it is extremely reminiscent and there's always like a nice little slot up top for the trays um, yeah you know if you eat at a subway in a um high high medium median household income neighborhood then you probably have baskets there uh you might have mm-hmm. a slot for baskets once you've done consuming your sandwich and dining in um if not, mm-hmm. you just have a little space to throw your baggie um, or paper towel once you're done. Yeah, no recycling. This isn't that kind of jo- establishment. 
no, and no, like we, you, this you, is, you, uh... you're right you're only gonna get a basket shelf if you're in like a gated community <laughs> yeah exactly um must, must be like hilarious to do the garbage and see it's only subway paper much like our um incredible album art here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the world famous album art work mm-hmm. I, that's what that's what's hiding in that little circle that little black hole mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about the like user flow of subway restaurants like the garbage is always by the door um mm-hmm. because it's like you know you probably just grab all your shit and then as soon as you leave you right before you leave you just toss it out right Mm-hmm. Um, but what about the people who are entering the restaurant? The first thing they're hit with is the stench of the garbage. Um, For sure. And not only that, but the best seat in the house is by the window, which is also by the exit. So mm-hmm. what now? Yeah, I can't speak to the real estate, but I do think putting the garbage by the door is by design for the patron entering the establishment. And I'll tell you why, Eric, because <laughs> you're outside, your nose gets all wrapped up in that smell of bread. Right, that mm-hmm. sweet, sweet smell of subway bread. So mm-hmm. you are pulled inside by that, but it also like it's so strong, so potent, it kind of burns your nose. So you've actually built up a like a resilience. You have antibodies to keep that garbage can smell from really hitting you too hard. Wow. Even if it does, even if it does hit you hard, that's like mm-hmm. a low moment where they're like depreciating mm. your expectation for the uh, for the actual sandwich, so that mm. like you hit that. Now you're in like an all-time low. So then when you actually smell the ingredients and you get up there and taste your mm-hmm. sandwich, your senses are like, they can only go up, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's by design. It's very clever. But do you think maybe the subway smell is actually a response to having the garbage by the door? They engineered this strong scent so that it overpowers wow. any garbage that is at the front. <laughs> if they didn't have the subway smell at all, would the whole room just smell like trash? Like those, you know how stale that guac is, Eric. Like that shit's yeah. been out for three days. Yeah, like every <laughs> single fast food place has like a strong smell. Like you already know what those McDonald's fries like. They're it's bussing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that subway smell, or sorry, if that McDonald's smell wasn't there, you'd smell sweat, weed, uh, some wet trash, mm-hmm. uh, bo. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a bad look. Yeah, axe. I don't even know. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Maybe someone took a dookie in the in the toilet bowl, thinking it was an actual toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, there's all sorts of aromas that are probably masked by that, and so it has yeah. to be by design. It has to be. I'm thinking that too. Um, so you're telling me that you would wheel out this thing <laughs> and put know. it in your home? <laughs> or maybe not after that discussion. Maybe not. I mean, like, I don't. I'm not a big fan of like the fake veneer wood. It looks good in Subway's establishment because it's like fake wood, fake food, fake fake plants on the walls. It kind of like goes with their ammo. But mm-hmm. in, in my, my, I have like nothing like, but like all my furniture's teak, man. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so if Subway were to do a, a police auction and liquidate all of their assets, meaning we're talking about meatball scooper, we're talking about bread knife, um, we're talking about toilet bowl on wheels for garbage, mm-hmm. uh, chairs, tables, booths, glass partition. What are you, what are you buying off the subway police auction and putting in your home? Wow. Before I answer that question, I just want to say that subway would absolutely have a police auction because they are such a big advocate for blue lives matter. 
<laughs> so if they if if a if a way went under, way way mm. under, this seems yeah. like a, like a very possible situation we may yeah one day find ourselves in. I mean, it's basically the lunchroom for the precinct. Yeah, essentially. So you're telling me like, okay, everything's up for auction. We got the lamps, we got the garbage can, we got the sneeze guard, we got everything behind the bar. Yeah, everything from down down to the, uh, you know, little spoon they use to taste test the marinara, mm-hmm. um, to the, uh, you know, B- Michael Bublé drink machine. I want it all, but I think <laughs> I would. I think I would walk into that auction room with my eyes on one of those uh, framed paintings of the vegetables. Mm. I think that art is beautiful. It's evocative. It mm-hmm. tells a story. I want that in my home. Mm-hmm. Wow. How, which how uh, which painting though in particular? Tomato? No, Basil? I like I like the bread. I think the bread is the most iconic and it also <laughs> has a nice earthy tone that would match my like uh like soft peachy oh, aesthetic of my home. That would be the most amazing birthday gift for the subway lover in your family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some <laughs> random Etsy market that makes cop like knockoffs. Wow. Just the tomato.png. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me personally, I think I would have to go with the all important bread knife. Um, the one that they mm-hmm. use to cut your sandwich in half at the end, because it's mm-hmm. comically small for the big job it does. Yeah. Is it for an industrial grade bread knife? It doesn't yeah. seem to work very well. It's no. more of a bread squisher. <laughs> yeah. Like, like why do they use a paring knife to cut your 12 inches of sandwich? Like that seems like the wrong knife for the job. Um, but I just can't get past the iconic pastel yellow plastic handle. Mm-hmm. That handle has a um, has clout. I, I feel like if, <laughs> if you showed that someone that bread knife, they'd be like, I know where you got that, you know? 100%. They'd be triggered and not know why. And then they'd see you cut their lunch for them. And then be like, holy shit, I know now. Yeah. I recognize <laughs> the, like, the particular angle that the top loaf of bread takes from the mm-hmm. squishing. Yeah. When are you, it's like when you're in a car and you pop the trunk and the hood at the same time it's just like they lift up from both sides mm-hmm. v formation for sure <laughs> that's a great one uh how much would you pay for that bread knife eric at a police auction oh no i can't hear you ty oh no can you hear me now i can hear you now how much would you pay for that bread knife at a police auction wow that's a great question wait um, are you allowed to sell knives at a police auction <laughs> that's a good question you can carry knives on a plane if you can justify um, them being not for killing people, I think. You could probably bring this one on a plane. It's it's, it's probably small enough to mm-hmm. get through It's like security. a blunt object. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would pay probably $5 for this. <laughs> um, it would be very not useful, but just for pure clout, I think it would be perfect. Imagine like you set up a nice uh, shark coochie board for your date. And instead of like a little cheese knife, you just have a subway bread knife there for that. Like that would be like such a glow up moment right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that idea. I think that's a really nice, like w- my, now I want to change my answer. Cause I feel like my answer was too, like too blatantly subway oriented. Mm, let's go with uh yeah. Find me something ne- more niche. Something um, that you might find on Grailed uh, as like a someone trying to make a quick buck. Yeah. Well, wait, what would you would you, you want to flip on Grailed from Subway? That that is the That's real the question, question here. 
what would I try to flip on a grailed? Um, wow. I mean, the bread rack, <laughs> the bread rack could also double as a wine rack if you mm-hmm. put that in your home. Um, and not only that, but it has nice little trays where you can pull that out and really easily access your wine um, mm. rather than having it stuck deep in there. But that could be one option. You know, you could go for a different um, specialty utensil, such as the um, stack of papers with the uh, tape dispenser with the stickers on it where you have to wrap your sandwich at the end. Mm. Like imagine gift wrapping everything with subway paper. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Christmas will be lit from here. Onward. Christmas will be very fresh this year. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all good options. I was kind yeah. of thinking like subway does, if there's one proficiency subway has, it's uh, buckets. They make a lot of buckets. <laughs> like I, I think there's a practical, there's like a, something ergo- ergonomic about their uh the way the buckets assemble kind of tetris style and i would love those for my own home as a storage solution but if i was going to take all the buckets home i would probably flip the meatball marinara bucket because that one is like a nice like metallic silver it could be like reminiscent you could like pass it off as like a tom dixon bucket or like an alessi bucket right wow that is very (laughs) you could could probably flip that online yeah you could polish it and then resell that as made in italy or something yeah, precisely. But I would keep the other ones because I think they're quite mm-hmm. practical. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's like a market for vintage um, like items, right? You know, you know, you go to like a antique store. There's like you can buy like old jewelry, old mm-hmm. like wine openers, old like whatever, you know, mm-hmm. cutlery. Um, do you think there is a particularly strong market for antique subway items like imagine buying a subway like um ladle from like like 2001 like that'd be so sick that would be so sick pre pre (laughs) 9-11 imagine pre (laughs) 9-11 subway ladle (laughs) wow things were different back then (laughs) (laughs) holy fuck yeah dude that belongs in the moma that does not belong in your house absolutely or even like imagine some headwear from from back then mm, the merch of course mm-hmm. of course the merch vintage I think subway tea i i would like that i saw actually at a thrift store yesterday a vintage employee uniform from mcdonald's it was i, was, I almost got it it was like a blue collared shirt nice deep oh kind of blue and little red buttons it was a little bit clownish mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> i, I oh, obviously man. didn't cop i'll stick mm. to the burberry yeah those are, yeah, those are two stripes that you don't want on your, on your shirt. Yeah, I um, think so. On consignment yeah. though, Eric, I think you're most likely at a consignment store, probably going to come across something that is from Subway, but you wouldn't know on first glance. I'm going to say like the lamps, like these, they have these like pendant lamps that have this weird muddy texture to them. They're quite, mm-hmm. they're kind of orange, brown and yellow all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they give off a really, really like, awful glow it's, mm-hmm. it's too bright when you look at it but it doesn't create diffuse any light like around it are you familiar mm-hmm. with the lamp yes i am it's the one that hangs from the ceiling or yep hangs from oh, the yeah. ceiling so it's yeah. more like a sh- you could someone might call it a chandelier <laughs> yeah um not these though these are <laughs> these are basically paper cups with a light bulb in them yeah um, someone might confuse your apartment for being old though and not necessarily postmodern like you're, maybe you are intending. 
Um, in which case, I would probably go with something um, very overtly Subway, like patented by Subway. Like, mm. like for example, the instant toaster. Like, imagine mm. toasting anything in like five seconds. Like, I would, <laughs> would, I would be, love that. It would not only be funny, but useful. Yeah, you could you could bring that into your home cooking right away. Like, I'd get rid of my oven in a heartbeat if I could have that instead. Yeah, I would you know how long it takes to there. bake? Yeah, it takes so long <laughs> to bake in the real oven. Yeah, that's a I would super cook oven. Like a, I would actually cook like a wagyu steak steak inside the subway toaster in like five minutes. That's amazing, steak and cheese, man. <laughs> <laughs> steak and cheese. Wow. How, it was home cooking completely. Absolutely. <laughs> what else would change uh home cooking the bread retarder what is that even <laughs> that's too big for home like you have to ditch your whole fridge for that yeah that's, that's, a, that's a sacrifice i'm not willing to make yeah as you're replacing your freezer like babe i got a fucking bread retarder i threw out that stupid <laughs> uh i threw out the stupid lg yeah get rid of the deep freeze yeah we're making bread uh I think like the, the the floor tiles are a really important part of the subway brand. Discreet but important. You have mostly beige tiles, a few mm-hmm. patches of green and red, mm-hmm. somewhat reminiscent of perhaps a tomato or a pickle. Uh, I would love those beige on only my because, patio. Beige only because of uh you know yellowing over time, of course. Yeah, I'm not sure what any of the original colors were. Yeah, really. <laughs> for anything, I'm speaking to anything in Subway. I don't know what the original color was. The walls, the floor, the food, mm-hmm. the bread. But you're putting but these on your patio. I think they'd be great patio tiles. They're like very obviously very resilient. Obviously, like spill proof. Yeah, slip slip free. Mm-hmm. It'd be great for like a rec room or like wherever you hang out with the boys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you could drop your uh, five pound weights on them, Ty. And, and not worry about anything. Yeah, totally. Although I would I would have to deeply sanitize those if I brought them anywhere near my home. Like, I'm sure they have, like, enough dead, like, cells on them over the years. Mm-hmm. Just kind of fossilized into them that, like, if you, like, gave one a lick, you'd probably, like, get the antibody. You wouldn't even need the COVID vaccine. You'd have the antibodies right there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And especially if it's, like, you know, being sold on a police auction because there's a crime scene happening there. Um, mm. You know, you would definitely need to uh, bleach everything that you get by. But uh... <laughs> if it wasn't bleached already, yeah. If it wasn't bleached already, exactly. It's a good point. Um, do you think the subway bread knife would be a good murder weapon? <laughs> you want to squish your uh, victim to death? <laughs> yeah. You want to suffocate them with it. Much like the artist attempting to cut your sandwich... I think with the bread knife, I would attempt a stab and ultimately strangle my my victim, just like they do to my sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It would just more. It would be like a, a little bit of an annoyance versus like mm-hmm. a death, you know, <laughs> an inconvenience. Let me yeah, tell you, if, I'm, if I if you got my back up against the wall, I'm not reaching for the subway knife. I will find something else. Yeah, exactly. Um, what else in subway could be used as a murder weapon? I think probably the uh, meatball spoon. You know, it's yep. got a little weight to it. It's got holes in it. it seems dangerous. It, honestly, <laughs> it depends on your, your timeline. If you need an instant kill, yeah, go for the, the meatball spoon. That thing's got mm-hmm. girth. But if you yeah. if you got a few years, just feed them the food. Yeah. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> and on That's that note, true. I think we should probably call this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like we're deading uh, your, you know, your potential victim here at Subway with the food, uh, we're going to dead this episode. And we will catch you breadheads later. I think we murdered it, Eric. It was a great episode. I love your work. I love working with you. Thank you. Think fresh, everybody. (laughs) 